Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Tyler. And I gave her herpes. Still got it. Welcome to Gone Viral, a podcast about life with herpes, which is mostly just life. We're two positive people trying to shed some light on what it's really like to live with herpes so we can break the stigma and normalize living in the most brutally honest, uncensored, and uncomfortable way possible. Let's have some fun! I just like really thoroughly enjoy the intro so much. <laughs> yeah, it grows on you, I think. It gets better with every lesson. Yeah. I hope. I just, you know, the the and uncomfortable part just always really stands out to me because yeah. it just like resonates on such a high level with me. Yeah, I mean, now we can just be like, it's, it, it's like we warned you. Yeah. <laughs> the disclaimer's at the top now. You know what you're getting. Um, Transparency, it's important. Yeah, and I hope you like those sound effects. You know, uh, this is a much more free format than radio, um, where I come from, my background. It's nice being able to swear and talk openly about, you know, whatever I want. But that was kind of an homage to my past with all those cartoon (laughs) sound effects. Like, every sound effect I searched for, I picked the cartoon edition. Because there's, like, (laughs) realistic, and then there's... Like explosion cartoon, like yep, that's that's us. So. <laughs> it's it's really fitting to hear you say that because between the character sounds and then the googly eyes that you put on everything, it's just like, oh yeah, that that's his style, that's his brand. Yeah, yeah. So um, we we just listened to the intro on our phone. It sounds sounds great and. It is like a cartoon for your ears, I think. You know, that's that's what we're going for. And then, yeah, if you take the Nutrition Made Fun course, which, wait till I have these videos. I'll keep you guys posted. Um, but you'll see my infographics uh, have a lot of googly eyes on all the little, like, uh, fruits, vegetables, foods. Like, you want to put graphics on infographics, obviously. So there's, like, pictures of fruit that are, like, drawings, and then... Some of them came with googly eyes. Some of them, you could just get a separate googly eyes graphic and mm-hmm. put it on broccoli yourself. So Layers. Layers <laughs> of graphic design mastery, yeah. I would say. Layers in your hair. Layers in your infographic. Yeah. Layers. Layers people. on our intro. <laughs> so, um, we're here. Live, live an ogre lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. So, um, this is... Uh, Minus the BO. Wear some deodorant for everybody. <laughs> I really try and shower once I get too ripe. <laughs> yeah. I'm not good about wearing deodorant. Preventative. Preventative care. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll see. I definitely will today. We're going to a concert. It's going to be a lot of smelly people. But we will we will have seats, so we won't be as close to them. But I don't know. Just when I go to a metal show, knowing how bad everyone else is going to spe- smell inspires me to just put on some damn deodorant. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, you don't want to be that person. <laughs> no. I'll smell it, but I don't want to know I'm contributing. Right. Also, I feel like when you have a partner, it's a lot harder because it's like... 
you're also being considerate of them on a more <laughs> on a like higher basis. Yeah. Yeah. And I do. It'd be right <laughs> next to me. Right next to me. Do you want a hug? <laughs> Yeah, we'll hug it out for hate breed. <laughs> right? And then you have to be self-conscious about hugs. That's mm-hmm. crazy. Or not. Or just not care. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> you know, I like hugging you, though. Mm-hmm. I hope Jamie Josta tells us to hug it out during one of the songs, but I doubt it. <laughs> they don't do that at metal shows? A little, little more aggressive, but we can take the cue to mean hug it out. We can interpret his words that way at some points. Right. <laughs> like when they go into destroy everything, like, I think he means hug it out. <laughs> yeah, destroy everything. Um, I've been getting, like, super deep with stuff lately. Uh, speaking of, like, destroy everything, I was just about to go into, like, well, what could that mean? And I'm like, well, destroy everything that doesn't align with you. And, like, just really getting into stuff. I have, do you, I was going to tell you the other day, yesterday but i have a theory about noah's ark which (laughs) yeah i'm fascinated okay so i'm like i'm a very firm believer that like there is no right or wrong right it's just like the perspective and like what if the bible because people are like very like the bible is right and then there's people who are like the bible is totally a crock of shit but what if it's just a story, like a story that's just been like switched around and moved. So like Noah's Ark was one that you mentioned yesterday Yeah. of like getting all of the animals and like all of the things to like go onto this boat and like escape a giant storm. Yeah. So I get super reflective about things and I was starting to think about it and I was like, what if? God was Noah's intuition and it was just like hey there are going to be there's going to be a storm of things coming at you that are going to flood you and now let's imagine that those things are that are flooding you are other people's expectations and other people's beliefs and and societal norms and all of those and then it's like god is saying like grab all of the things of you all of the different things that make you you and put them on your vessel so that you can survive the storm and wear the storm right yeah and then remain authentic to yourself. I like it. I mean, I think you could do a whole YouTube series of like life coach interpretations of Bible stories. Right? I was actually thinking about it the other day, but that was one that I was like, because Noah's Ark was like, it's so absurd. Oh yeah, I went and grabbed a man and a female, of a male female of every single animal on the planet. And put them on a boat. And put them on a boat. They fit. Whatever, yeah. Right. Yeah. No, there's some some serious logic discrepancies on that one that it's like, look, I'm not trying to dismiss all the ideas of Christianity by bringing it up. I'm yeah. just trying to bring it up to see where people stand. Like, if you're going to say, no, that happened exactly as it's written. All right, cool. Like, I don't know how much headway we're going to make here. Um, yeah. Myself. Um, you're entitled to feel that way. But, you know, yeah, I think interpreting the Bible is what Christians do anyways. So why can't life coaches do it? Yeah, and and for me, it's like I don't know. I think I've I've viewed myself as a bridge, 
um, to like connect myself to other people and, and be able to relay information because I think that the power of the word and the way that things can be misinterpreted or misconstrued or even just not sink in because of the words that people are using. And so, you know, the Bible has good lessons in it, like for sure. It's just some of the content is triggering and so people aren't getting them. And so it's like, what if we rework stuff so that it's like the lessons from the Bible and why that's not so fucking triggering? <laughs> and maybe not so also like whimsical at times. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. The, the whole triggering thing is like gone to new levels in the past four years to where like we're getting triggered by the Bible like now it's it's just an well idea. conversion therapy really did a number for the Bible like <laughs> I understand there's gonna be people but not everybody went through conversion therapy that's like out there being so easily triggered by someone having their own set of religious or spiritual beliefs you know what I mean like and so, yeah, it's definitely a thing of like, look, I'm not saying the Bible's right. I want to bring the Noah's Ark thing up to everybody. Right. And you, literally, that's what you believe. Just to like break it down a little bit to open up room for better discussions yeah. than right or wrong. Yeah, Because I more- just use that as like, we were talking about absolute statements, right? Like. You're just going to say the Bible's absolutely right. Noah's Ark's legitimate. Then I can say you're absolutely wrong if you're going to make an absolute statement like that. Uh, so totally. it's a it's a funny thing of just like, I don't know. People do get really triggered by religion in general. And it's yeah. like, they're just a bunch of ideas and beliefs. Like your issues are with humans taking them to extremes. <laughs> or taking them to literally Right? Because in the case of Noah's Ark, it's like people take it so literally and then it's like, well, we need all the external things from like everywhere around the world. No, that's an interpretation. But that's what I'm saying. It's like to broaden that in all of the interpretations to see it from more perspectives and, and be able to relay it in ways so that the lessons aren't lost on people. And so like to just communicate things with different verbiage and, uh, just recognize that things aren't what they seem always. Like, not at first glance anyways, right? And like, we can see so much more within things once we like take the time to step back and say like, well, what's another way to view it? Or like, what else could be going on? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And you know, that's where words are a trip. They will absolutely trigger people. People have no control over their triggers these days. I think there's a level of responsibility that is kind of in, I don't know if across the board everybody's doing their part on that because I find things triggering and I'm just kind of like trying to go about my day, you know? Um, And, you know, it's, it's just a thing of like, but words like mean so many different things to everybody else mm-hmm. that it's like look if i'm talking about god and you get triggered about it that's on you dude like I, i'm not gonna take responsibility for that and like i don't hold my view of god as something that someone else needs to i'm not gonna push it on people you right. know but literally the word god will trigger people totally. and like 
Okay, well, I'm not going to not use the word God ever. Like, Yeah, I, well, and that's not what I'm saying at yeah. all. What I'm saying is that just because somebody doesn't agree with the Bible doesn't mean that they don't deserve to learn lessons from the Bible. Yeah. And so to be able to, you know, even read, like, read the Bible if you want, but like to see the stories and then what do those stories mean to you? Like, what are the lessons that you're getting out of there? And like, Sure, Noah's art could be something specifically to me. The rework from Kids from a Rose that I've done could be specific to me. But they're all just things of like me trying to rephrase to see what they were really saying instead of the words that were on the paper. It's really that idea of like reading in between the lines. Yeah. Um exactly. And to me, you know, the that's what we love to do with music, mm-hmm. but we can't seem to do it with this book that's two thousand years old. <laughs> with any of the everybody, religious texts, everybody loves when a new Tool album with, comes out. And what the fuck is Maynard talking about? Da 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 da. And it's like, but I guess they do argue. But it's it's more of a like fun, you know. I I think. But it's but from those, it's like to relate to. I feel like like people in music, they it's so easy to relate to music and find yourself in it. And how does this relate to me or the world around me? And then for some reason, it comes to like religious text and just books in general. And like it's just like, oh God, no, that can't be it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a. Uh... I don't know. It's interesting stuff. That's why I try and just not think about it, but live my life. Because <laughs> people get too worked up about it. It, put, it turns me off to the whole, you know, idea of trying to come to a, a conclusion. I mean, like, my conclusion is there's no conclusion that we're all going to like agree upon. So make your peace with yourself yeah. and your own set of beliefs. And, like, they... I believe they should involve being good to others and trying to help the planet, you know, be a better place. Call me crazy. But, like, yeah, the whole thing is just, like, it's so crazy. And, yeah, you just kind of got to disconnect a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, disconnect from the outer world, really, and then, like, reconnect to yourself. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Because, like, ultimately, and I guess in a way it's kind of what I did is... It's reading a story and then saying, like, how does it apply to me? Or how could yeah. this relate to me? Take uh, two things you're grateful for. Two things you love about yourself. Two things that make you happy. Two things, that, you know, like, two things that you think are funny about, you know, whatever. And it's just like, yeah, you could, the symbolism, yeah. you know, is, like I said, open to interpretation. And I don't know if there's already something like that on YouTube, but... Yeah. Yeah. The idea of like, what does this say about me? Yeah. And what I'm ready to learn. Yeah. So, this has been brainstorming Tyler's <laughs> social media game plan for Tyler the Lady. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just like, that's what I've been doing. That's my whole life these days. It's literally like, I'll read some. I'm reading more than I've ever read. Like, I'm actively reading two books right now. Um,. That are super fascinating but everything that i'm picking up it just correlates with what i'm learning and uh one because they're self-help books but then two like the disciplines and foundations of all of these different books there really is a blending and there is so much similarity across them all and so um 
yeah, for me to really be able to see those things and, and make up my own kind of story or relate it back to myself, I think it, it does increase my learning and really is making me freaking pumped to read more. <laughs> yeah, well, that's cool. You want to talk about your books? No? Um, no, but one thing that I will say... Just because I'm like still actively reading them, and I, like there's just so much that like it is funny. I don't want to be I do, like I every do that week. So much I talk about like the first two chapters <laughs> yeah. of a book. I'm like, I don't really know where he's going with all this stuff, but pretty interesting, right? <laughs> it's like it is so fascinating, but like there's some stuff where it's like, okay, I'm learning the beginning, or I'm learning it in steps, and like each step is a chapter, and so it's like what every week I'm gonna come on and be like, yeah, so on this okay. week, these chapters, yeah. the steps are so I'm like. Maybe not, yeah. but uh, one thing that I did, I don't actually remember where, which book I read it from, but it was this concept um, of the idea that nothing can go wrong and the idea that if we lived our lives, that if nothing could go wrong instead of everything could go wrong, what would we be able to accomplish? Right. Um, well, we're back to another absolute statement, but I do think that in this case, a lot of times people have an extreme everything's going to go wrong outlook. And so to flip that 100% on its head and just try that perspective on is like a really powerful thought experiment that can take you to the middle where it's like, yeah, you know, a lot of times things that I think are going wrong I'll look back on and be like, wow, I'm glad that worked out that way. You know? And yeah. and so, yeah, I think it's, you know, it's an intense statement that, like, brings up resistance and, like, wanting to poke holes in. But it's also, like, I don't really see the need to do that because it's, like, no, it's a good thing. Like, yeah, it's, like, the... Um, flipping it on its head and just mm -hmm. trying that perspective on because most people think stuff's going to go wrong way more than it does. Right. And, and so, that limits them from even so, doing things. Yeah. So, so I think there's enough self-doubt and fear-based thinking going on from my, what I can tell, like largely across everywhere. And like, there's certainly a ton to have reasonable concerns and anxieties about. And yeah. so pushing back with that with the because some of it's in your head right you're in this Most weird thing where like <laughs> so you know if you have concerns about climate change and you're working yourself up about it i'm not gonna say that that's completely unfounded right but you're probably making it worse on yourself mm -hmm. and like what if nothing could go wrong and like we're we're using a lot of natural resources but we're also making a ton of progress as a society that might lead us to the point where we could possibly figure out a last minute game saver on this thing like and yeah. all the technology that we've built now and developed with these natural resources that we're burning through helped us get there right but like we just don't know yet so so but if you try you won't think about that lens if you're just freaking out about it all the time right you, you might come to it if you go what if everything nothing could go wrong what right. would all of this mean then and then you start opening <clears throat> up to a better perspective so i like it a lot yeah, well, and specifically, I'm going to touch back on it, but specifically on climate change, too, what is so fascinating, right, is this concept that everybody's like, oh, climate change, and then we go to, like, YOLO, like, 
we're gonna we're all gonna die we just gotta live we gotta do all these fucking crazy things but instead like what if instead we took a step back and we said climate change it's happening what can i do about it every single person who was upset and freaking out about climate change said what can i do about it like and just controlled your variables just saying like yolo i'm totally in on it remember dying memento mori all those things but also check yourself check in with yourself connect with yourself and just see where you're at because the more you connect with yourself the more you're going to connect with others and like our impact that we allow for ourselves really does you know bleed out and radiate to other people around us um and so this idea of like nothing can go wrong like sure it's an absolute statement but it's an absolute statement knowing that like societal conditioning and norms is a hundred percent habitually going to be like oh shit something can go wrong so if we just have that like anchor mantra almost of like nothing can go wrong then it's like the doubt might pop up but then like it's a combat phrase of like no nothing can go wrong i got this yeah i mean if whatever works for people you know it's like it's like if somebody wants to take noah's ark literally and that makes them believe they're going to heaven because they go to church on sundays like they're building a boat (laughs) cool words like yeah um yeah i don't know it's not yeah it's not something that uh Many people are thinking, that's for sure. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's all, all we're about is is switching things up, living, living fun, living life, and, yeah, staying on our toes and, like, keeping an open mind about things, really, and, like, seeing things, but not, like, it, you know, it's that idea of a there's so much more to a book than its cover. Like there's so much more to us. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you gotta, gotta start a longer form podcast and just be able to talk it out in depth because like, I don't know, you know, we live in a world of like memes and likes and everything and like statements that get views or whatever. And like, usually, yeah, you need a little bit more nuance to work around these things and like apply them. You know what I mean? Because like, it's gonna really suck when you get fired from your job and you're like, nothing can go wrong and rents do. You know, like. Uh, that's not what this is about. That's fucked up. Don't skew it. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, but we have the ability to like unpack it a little bit more and like, well, yeah, did that. You, ju- uh, okay, yeah, go ahead. That's what I was saying was like, you know, if you zoom out, like, Oh, you know, there's room for things to still go right that you need to you. I would say in those desperate situations is when you need to be able to access that mindset the most. Yeah, what I was going to say is that there is no right or wrong and that really like this idea that nothing can go wrong is just a combative statement to like for societal stuff. But on that level of like keeping in mind that nothing can go wrong because there is no right and wrong is like viewing and tapping into that like you say of like in those bad moments of like well what well how is this going to benefit me what's the opportunity here because like 
Shakespeare says nothing is either good or bad, only thinking makes it so. Yeah. No, that's that's kind of the bigger point is like, yeah, it's all in your head, man. Like It is. You're, good and bad are your labels that are subjective. Um, and so, or right and wrong, you know, whatever, whatever it is. Like, yeah, there's, you might as well uh, think about it in terms that make your day better, right? And so yeah. it's like, none of this is going wrong. It feels crazy. I don't know. It's life's experience being hurled at me a gazillion miles an hour. Like, take a deep breath. And yeah, that's, uh, I don't know. I mean, just to be able to to at least get out of your your conditioned state for mm-hmm. a second you bet you know you need to hear these things <laughs> yeah, so that you can do stuff because like seriously it prevents people from like even leaving their house or doing anything they're like well if the world's gonna end like why do i want to get off the couch why don't i want to finish this fucking netflix series or you know and so yeah it's it's an empowering thing for sure yeah well um nothing can go wrong What would you do if nothing could go wrong? What would I? I'd probably go see Hate, Breed, and Lamb of God as much as possible. So, had a pretty good afternoon set up, I'd say. Following and following them on tour. Yeah. Yeah. Are they they U.S. based? Yep, Connecticut and West or Connecticut and Virginia, not West Virginia, regular Virginia. Regular Virginia. Yep. Well, the non, dogs are, non-binary Virginia. Yeah. All right, Matthew. Thank you so much for chatting with me today. You're welcome. Listeners, follow us at Gone Viral Cast on Twitter and Instagram. Yep. Also, we have a website. Yep. GoneViralCast.com, where you can send us a message. If you don't want to email us, goneviralcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Thank you so much. Stay Boston.